0: Welcome back to the PLC Arundel's audio podcasts. You're tuning into this episode with Jordan Anton official. Yes, that's me. Thank you for being here. Yes! so this episode we're going to be talking about how to train the cardio system system the cardiovascular system what happens why the adaptations etc but before we do i want to carry on that big thank you from me personally and plc arundel thank you fans thank you for being here for tuning in listening to this episode whether you're on spotify or on youtube we appreciate the support we love the support from our fans so if you love us you love what we do you love our content Please make sure if you are watching on YouTube to give this video a like and pop a comment below. Any ideas you would like to hear us talk about or see us talk about. Now likewise, also hit the subscribe button on that channel and make sure the notifications bell is turned on so you get all of our updates and on Spotify too. Make sure you hit follow on that channel and you get all the updates from all of our future episodes. If you do enjoy our content, check us out on our other social media. We are also on Instagram. We're very lively on Instagram. All the links are in the description box below. We're in uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're also on Snapchat as well. So do check us out. We'd like to be around as much as possible. Rightio. So the topic we were going to be talking about the cardiovascular system, training for cardio, cardio training, what happens to the body and how do we how do we do it? So there's a few well, a few things to think about, we don't really need to think about them, but cardio, cardio training, what it refers to when someone says I'm going to do cardio or I'm working on my cardio, I'm going to do some cardio training, it's working on your cardiovascular system and your cardiovascular system is essentially your heart, so your heart, your lungs and all of your veins and capillaries and that, that entire machine's ability to do its job better and more efficiently if you were to look at the human body and you were to kind of in your mind if you imagine you've got all of that you've got the heart the lungs and all the veins and the capillaries that deliver the blood and take the blood away you, you separate that from the muscles and they're, they're kind of two separate entities the muscles will will be trained and they will be developed and they will adapt um, separately so that is something completely separate the cardiovascular system if we look at that your body's ability to well, improve the system to deliver Uh, oxygenated blood to the muscles more efficiently. So delivering more volume and at a quicker pace, bringing it back to the heart, getting it filtered through um, and then re-oxygenated through the lungs and then pumped back through your pump, which is your heart, back around to the body, which where it goes through all of the capillaries to be delivered to the muscles. So that's when the oxygenated blood reaches your muscles and that's when the muscles are gonna do their job. But the actual cardiovascular system is like your blood oxygen delivery machine. And that's your, that's your heart, that's your lungs, and then all the veins and the capillaries, the entire circuit network that connect it all together. So getting that fitter and stronger, able to do its job better, is what you're doing primarily when you do cardio training. When someone says, I'm going to go do cardio training, or I need to work on my cardio, I need to work on my fitness, that is the system inside their body that they, they are referring to. Whether they know it or not, Um, That is the system that they're training that they're working on getting better and what happens when you do train Your your cardio system or train for cardio, but how do you do it? How do you how do you train this system? How do you get better at cardio? Is it is it as simple as I'll just go for a run? I'll jump on my bike Etc. And yes, well those will work because what it what it boils down to is what energy system your body is operating on we have an audio episode uh, actually available in the library if you want to search it up and it talks about the body's three energy systems now the body works and operates off three energy systems and these energy systems require different fuel sources in order to to help your body move to make your body move that's your muscles uh, that's all your organs it's everything working but for for the sake of what we're talking about we'll just focus on the muscles now your muscles need the fuel, they need the, they need the fuel, the energy to be able to move. Now where they get that from, your body, your body creates it for your muscles, for all the cells inside your muscles to to do what they need to do, to contract, uh, for your muscles to move you. The energy is created, the energy is, is created three different ways within the, within the body, depending on what exercise you're doing. Now the three energy systems deliver energy um, either very explosively, very, very short for extreme energy outburst. That's your energy system number one. And then energy system number two is for kind of medium activities. So not just intensity medium, but length medium. So we're talking anywhere for up to sort of three minutes. Uh, if your body is working for that period of time, it will utilize energy system number two, but it might not be something super explosive like you're about to throw a ball. So you're trying to throw a ball as far as you possibly can that requires the most explosive, instantaneous amount of energy possible to swing your arm, to move your entire body for those couple of seconds while you throw the ball as quickly as possible. That's when you would utilize energy system number two, uh, sorry, number one. But energy system number two where it's more prolonged activity, sort of up to three minutes that we're talking, then yes, that'll switch over to that energy system. And then you're further on from that energy system number three is when activities start to go longer than that. So when you start going past three and four minutes and you start getting into five, six minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour, etc. So your, your big, long time-based activities is when that energy system comes into effect to keep your body moving, to keep your muscles contracting, to keep delivering An energy source fuel to your muscles to do the work because the extreme power that is delivered and explosive energy from energy system number one when you threw the ball that cannot be sustained you cannot sustain that amount of energy delivery that amount of power um, delivered to the muscles you cannot sustain that for a long period of time that burns out very very quickly it's kind of if you were to compare it to the likes of a bomb going off and an, an extreme amount of energy instantaneously versus energy system number three over here is like a candle. It will burn and burn and burn and burn for hours before the flame goes out, but it's not as intense as the fire from a bomb from an explosion. So it's kind of like an analogy I would use to compare the, to compare them. And then you've got energy system number two, which is in the middle, which, um, is uh, let's, let's call it napalm. It's, a, it's in the middle. It's still burning hot and bright. Um, it'll burn definitely uh, longer than a, than a bomb, but the candle will outlast it. Um, at least I think it will. <laughs> I don't know anything about napalm. Um, so that's your energy systems that your body operates on and depends on the activity. Now, Where this relates to your cardiovascular system and how we train your cardiovascular system is your cardiovascular system's purpose, what it is doing is the delivery of oxygenated blood to the muscles. Now, why your cardio system would need to improve this, why it would need to deliver more oxygenated blood, so more volume um, and do it quicker and more efficiently, more um, oxygenated blood, blood faster to the muscles. Why we need to do this is because we're doing an activity We're doing an exercise, anything it is that requires more oxygen to the muscles for the activity. And the way the the, the activities that that require this are the activities that need energy system number three to keep them sustained, to keep going. And this is your your cardio, your cardio, your fitness-based activities, your activities that have you moving and exercising for a long period of time over that sort of 3 or 4 or 5 minute mark, when energy system number 3 kicks in because you guessed it, energy system number 3 incorporates most of its energy production for your muscles from oxygen. It will utilize other things available to it, available to be to be metabolized and used as energy like glucose from carbohydrates and um, fatty acids from uh, from fat in your food or body fat if it's available, etc. So those those energy sources will still be there and they'll still be used, but at a much slower, lesser degree than oxygen. Oxygen is really readily available, and that is why you'll find when you start to tick over that sort of three to four minute mark, depending on your cardiovascular fitness level, how strong that machine is. Um, your breathing will pick up. You'll start to breathe. Faster, you'll start to breathe heavier to try and get more oxygen every single breath into the body because this is what your body is Demanding of you for energy. It's using more oxygen to power the the muscles to power the machine And that does that through energy system number three it incorporates oxygen It it then through your cardiovascular system And this is where the style of training improves your cardiovascular system because now your cardiovascular system needs to work It's kicked into gear you're using energy system number three, we're relying on oxygen. Now that oxygen is only going to get to your muscles on how efficiently your cardiovascular system is working. So how, how hard can your heart pump? Can it pump? Your, your heart's only a certain size, so it's got to pump faster to, to pump more blood around and pump harder. It's got to contract harder to create more push, more force to, to push that blood around your body. Faster. So if it can physically pump faster, then it can push more blood out into the capillaries to be moved around to your muscles But if it can also contract harder, it can, can produce more force pushing that blood around your body even quicker Then your lungs as well. So your lung capacity, how much oxygen you can fit into your lungs Your lungs are obviously a certain size, but we can force them to to expand their network kind of like how capillaries work capillaries are what takes the oxygenated blood from your arteries all the way down into your muscles so the oxygenated blood it leaves your heart it goes into your artery that's the that's the big one the big tube that carries all the oxygenated blood and then from there it goes through smaller vessels all of your capillaries it's like a big network like a spider web that carries the oxygenated blood into the muscles, it's like a delivery system and it takes the blood there, where through different processes the oxygenated blood gets pulled apart and it gets turned into energy it's what keeps your muscles moving and then from there, the veins carry it back from the muscles the veins carry the deoxygenated blood back through the body it gets detoxified, it goes back to the lungs for more oxygen to be put back into the blood via the lungs and then from there, carried over to the heart to do the same thing again, pumped around the body Haha, anatomy 101 on a basic level, but then the lungs it's also up to them to put the oxygen into the blood, so they need to do their job better as well. So, in the lungs, it's very similar to the capillaries, it's like a giant network of tubes. As the oxygen comes in, as you breathe it in, it enters the lungs, and then the oxygen, all of the uh, all of the oxygen out of the air that we breathe, is kind of filtered and through all of these little tubes, kind of like the equivalent. Um, of capillaries, if my memory serves me right, from anatomy 101, it's called a a a av, alveoli, alveoli. The little things inside lungs kind of looks like a tree or like a broccoli bush. The oxygen kind of makes it to this part of the lungs, and then this is where the blood um, kind of essentially a really good way to push it is if you look as like a river, it's like a river flowing, and then the oxygen is like something sitting on the edge of the river ready to be kind of taken away by the water and swept away and that's what happens as the blood enters through the oxygen is kind of just pulled uh, into the blood and then the blood becomes reoxygenated that's a really simple easy way of putting it and then now the oxygenated blood gets carried away to the heart and then it gets pumped away through the body again so the, the heart has to work hard as the machine and then the lungs also have to do their job better to try and put more oxygen into the blood. And the way that they do that is they expand their network. They try and grow more of these tubes, the alveoli. if I remember right, try and expand their network here so that more oxygen can fit into the lungs and consequently more oxygen can fit into the blood when it passes through. And then through the heart, heart will pump harder, faster, pumping it around. Likewise with the capillaries, the delivery system, if we've now got more oxygenated blood and the heart's pumping more blood around it needs the delivery network to do it to deliver it to the muscles so it needs more capillaries capillaries are only a certain size certain diameter they have to fit in a certain area and they're very very small vessels so in order to deliver more blood to to more muscle fibers different areas of the muscle to to deliver just more in general more volume so that your muscles can work longer work harder work faster your body will grow more capillaries where there is a need for it it will grow more so it can deliver more blood to the muscles and then vice versa more veins to take it away if there is a need for it if there is a backlog of pressure if there is more blood able to exit the heart your blood your your heart's able to do the work but there's not enough capillaries it will force to grow more just like in an untrained individual someone who is completely new to exercise will have a very very Um, we'll say poor cardiovascular system, whereas someone who is very, very well trained and has a very strong cardiovascular system, they will have a much more vast network of capillaries inside their body, if you were able to see that at all. Now, the way this relates to our training is that in order to activate that energy system and work on this entire delivery system, this entire oxygen delivery system, and get it better, to to force it to get better, to force the heart to pump harder, faster, lungs to do better, to grow more capillaries, is you have to put your body in a position. You have to use that energy system number three, where oxygen is your source of energy. So one, you have to do exercise for a long period of time. So it's, it's high endurance, high stamina exercise. Exercise where you're working your body, not necessarily at a very high intensity level, because remember intensity and duration they they relate because you cannot maintain a 100 intensity for a long duration you you just cannot your body's energy systems won't allow it your muscles won't allow it you can train your body to endure the 100 intensity for longer and longer bouts for longer and longer times but you will never be able to maintain a 100 intensity for the same length of time that you do when training your cardiovascular system at a 50% intensity. It just doesn't work that way. So in order to train your cardiovascular system, um, yes, under long durations of time, the intensity will drop. But that is okay because if you think of it as the intensity is still at your maximum for that time frame. whilst you might be able to, for an example, if we look at running, you might be able to sprint, you might be able to run faster, but if we're looking at running for 30 minutes, you're running at the fastest you possibly can for that time duration so you're still working at your maximum capacity for that time duration just not the maximum intensity that you can possibly do the activity at the running sprinting as an example so that's a good way of looking at it so but we have to do long durations to work on your cardiovascular system we have to do long duration activities in order to use energy system number three where oxygen is the energy fuel source being used by the muscles so that's that's number one that we have to make sure we get right to work on our cardiovascular our fitness system in the body our heart lungs etc. Now the other thing is you have to push your body through the exercise beyond what it's capable of doing if your body and this goes back to the um, progressive overload so progressively overloading your body through the stimulus so constantly putting a harder and harder stimulus on your body to make it improve the cardio is no different so improving your cardiovascular system all of those the 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 organs the capillaries etc is you have to force your body through your cardio activity whether it is a long distance run a cycle um, or whether it's through circuit training um, sports or mountain biking whatever it is if you're wanting to improve your cardiovascular system you have to make it or try and push it to work harder than what it's capable of doing if this system is capable of handling what you're forcing it to go through if you can confidently run five kilometers in 30 minutes then your body again if you're comfortable then your body is comfortable your cardiovascular system can handle it. It doesn't have a need to increase how strong and how how hard the heart is working. Likewise, there's no need for your lungs to improve their network and do better. There's no need for more capillaries because there's enough oxygen being delivered to the muscles to do what you need to do because you can confidently and comfortably run that five kilometers in 30 minutes. However, if you were to try and improve what you're doing there with the activity, try and Maybe go longer, do five and a half kilometers or six kilometers or do five kilometers, but quicker. So your pace increases a little bit. This is putting your body into a new area of exercise. It is a stimulus that your body is not used to. So it has to overcome the uh, the problem. It has to adapt so that this new stimulus, the five and a half K run or the, the faster pace you're running at, it has to adapt so that it can now manage and handle what you're throwing at it. And your cardiovascular system will do this by everything we talked about. A stronger heart, stronger lungs, better blood delivery network, and so on and so forth. And in order to keep improving your cardiovascular system, you have to progressively overload it. Just like in all disciplines of fitness and exercise and and strength training, you have to constantly, progressively overload your energy systems, your muscles, what you're doing through the stimulus, whether it's a run, a swim, a mountain bike, whatever it is, you have to constantly increase the demand that you're placing on your body in order for the cardiovascular system to improve. And that's as simple as that. Um, and that's why we do it. Because the, the, the stronger that cardiovascular system is, then obviously the easier or the more manageable the activities that we're doing are going to become. Um, yeah, all right. Well, I think I'm going to go in circles if I carry on. So I'm going to wrap it up there. So, thank you for tuning into this audio episode. Again, appreciate all the support. So, until the next episode, uh, I will catch you later. Bye.